0: As you are aware, we are in the midst of a polar vortex delivered to us by a Siberian Express. Well, isn't that special, right? It hasn't been a very easy few days. And I know that people's travel plans have changed and maybe some folks were disappointed because loved ones and friends could not gather or you couldn't go there in terms of what your plans for Christmas were. And I want though to say this to you, it is icy, it is cold, it is slick, it is snowy, but you came here tonight to be here. And we call that making an intention, it was your intention, each and every one of you. Maybe some of you were convinced a little bit, but nonetheless, each and every one of you made an intention to come here this evening. And that is something very spectacular and special. Now, Jesus did the same thing. He made an intention. It was his intention to follow the Father's will and to become incarnate. That means fully God and fully man in our midst to come into the world and save us. He made an intention, too, that he would empty himself to take on the form of a human person and be fully God and fully man. And he meets you. He meets your intention to be here. Now, it may or may not take a lot for you to be here, but nonetheless, when you make that decision, as you have this evening, God matches that and surpasses it, because he's God, super abundantly. If you choose to meet God, he does so in even better, richer, and more wonderful ways. Your intention is very important this evening. And let's think about that. Well, why? Why is that? Yes. We meet Jesus, we meet God here, we meet him at Christmas time. But, but think of it in this way, too. Remember that Scripture verse that comes from John's Gospel, we didn't read it today, that says, God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten Son into the world to, what, save the world and not, not condemn the world, okay? God so loved the world. We can use the cold outside, We can use that polar vortex that we've been experiencing, something that's very cold, as a metaphor for what we can experience in life. Think about relationships that you or people have had that have grown, what, cold, especially relationships of love. Think of friendships that you've had that maybe haven't worked out, again, that have grown cold, because there isn't that love, maybe that there used to be. See, cold, metaphorically speaking, can be living in a state of lovelessness. Without the love of God, without the presence of God in our lives, it can become very, very cold. It can be like that polar vortex that we are experiencing outside. In fact, I'm going to propose to you way back at the beginning of of time, beginning of all creation, when Adam and Eve said no to God and to his will. That they introduced not just a polar vortex into the world and into our experience, but they started an ice age, an ice age that took millennia to thaw, and it did when Jesus came into the world. And the thing is is that, that we, we don't want to live in, in, in a cold environment if we're outside, or we don't want to live in a cold environment in terms of relationships that we have with one another, nor really in our hearts. If we really look inside our hearts, we don't want to live in a cold environment in terms of a relationship with God. Because when we turn away from Him, when we sin, when we make other choices that are not of God or in favor of that relationship with God, it becomes cold. Cold in a person's life. But we heard, we heard that Jesus came into the world not only to warm it up, but to bring that, that, that beautiful, superabundance, warmth of his love into the world. For you and I... To experience and to know, to accompany us during the earthly pilgrimage that we are living and experiencing right now, and that was intentional too—to bring, if you will, His love into the world through the gift of His Son, the Son of God. And if we had read the the, the long form of the gospel that Deacon proclaimed tonight, it was a whole big long genealogy. And, and it's the genealogy of Jesus. the family of Jesus. And whenever we read that genealogy, here's what people look like out there. When is it going to get over? That's okay. It's okay. But that genealogy tells us a lot of things. You see, Jesus intentionally became a human being, inserted himself into history, inserted himself into a family. And you know what some of those family members were like? They were ruffians. They were some. They were liars. One was a murderer. Who? King David. Remember, he murdered a guy so he could marry his wife. See, that's part of Jesus' family tree, as well as the, the virtuous ones who, who practiced the law. Jesus inserted himself intentionally into history, into a family, into our human experience, whatever it might be, so that we don't live a cold, loveless life, but that we be saved from ourselves, our sins, and all that burdens and oppresses us. And he came into the world personally, To do that not only as an expression but an act of god's love pure love and then you might go yeah right you know i have problems of my own we look at the world we have lots of problems and some of us aren't happy about that and things aren't going well they're 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 just kind of falling apart where's god there Where's a savior there? Well, you know what? Jesus did not become our savior to promise us a utopia, a perfect, happy existence here on this earth. He came into the world to save us, to call us to eternal life. That's his gift. And he came into the world intentionally and in love. So that you and I would know the way through and with and in this life that we live. So that when we meet the ups and we meet the downs, it's with Christ, it's with God in our life. As opposed to living according to to our bad times, according to our hurts, according to our sins. We don't have to live that way. We can live in the life and the light of Christ who personally came to save each and every one of us, including the skeletons that are in our own lives and in the families that we represent here today. He is here. But, friends, of all that I said, remember at the beginning I said, with truth, that you came here intentionally, which is Awesome. It really is. There's one other intention, then, that you're being invited to make. I mean, we've been reflecting on the coming of Christ at Christmas, and that's this. You make the intention of being with Jesus, of choosing Jesus for your life. Now he came, he came as a child, and I think it's the genius of God that. That had that happen because who doesn't want to see a little child? I mean, when you were bringing your children in to church tonight, especially the little ones, maybe it's our first Christmas, it's like, wow, they're awesome. And they're beautiful. your children are beautiful. And so was the Christ child. Beautiful, cuddly, warm. Someone you want to see. See, isn't that great, the genius of God? But, but you're being drawn and called to Him. Make that intention to go to Him today, but every day of your lives. It's the difference between an ice age, a polar vortex, and living in the love of god and knowing that he is with you through the good and the bad the ups and the downs god does not make it difficult for you or for me because he came as a little child with the intention to love and to save you So how about this Christmas, especially when we go home tonight, sun's going down, so it's getting colder, I know. When you experience that cold, ask yourself, is this the way I want to live? Go to Florida, right? No, I'm kidding. Is this the way I want to live my life? In the cold? Or do I want to live it in the warmth of God's love? Which will call me to make the decision, the intention, the decision to do that. Will call me to give up some things in my life and sacrifice them in order to do it. But remember, he didn't come to give us a utopia. He came to give us eternal life. Forever and ever and ever and ever and ever, and ever life with God. Embrace that. Embrace Him as you've come tonight to adore him.